0: This is Larie Daniel Favors, and welcome to the hub. Joining me right now is Taylor Austin. She is with Moms Rising, a campaign manager for Moms, Rising, Moms Rising's workplace justice campaigns. Her professional background is in reproductive health care and the protection of reproductive rights through grassroots organizing, public education, and legislative change within the state of Pennsylvania. And she, as a black woman living in the United States, is very grateful to have opportunities to use her lived and professional experiences to positively impact women and families in her community. Taylor Austin, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi. Hey. Thank you, Mary.
0: Taylor had a chance to see how the sausage gets made. Like, my camera wasn't working. <laughs> I've got papers all over my desk. I'm like, ah, oh, this is not how I want to start. But, Taylor, I'm so grateful you're here. I'm feeling a little flustered, not only because um, it's difficult working and balancing all the things. I'm a little flustered because, apparently, today is Latina Equal Pay Day. And... Equal Pay Day for Black Women was like in July. Equal Pay Day for White Women was in March. And I don't even know when Equal Pay Day for Asian women. Ha- I don't believe that's happened as yet. What is Equal Pay Day? And why do we make such a big deal out of it? And and maybe that'll explain why I'm a little flustered.
1: Sure. So Equal Pay Days are a time that we use to stand in solidarity with other organizations and individuals across the country um, to rally against the punitive wage gap um, and discrimination that women face in the workforce. And that mm-hmm. usually translates to how much they are paid. Um, and like you said, we've disaggregated that data. We are looking at when white, how much white women are making as compared to uh, white men, how much black women are making as compared to white men. Um, but today is Latina equal payday. Um, and we are talking about how Latinas are only making 52 cents on the mm-hmm. dollar um, of what white men are making.
0: So <laughs> it, the numbers always boggle my mind because I think for black women, it's like 64 cents on the dollar, 52 cents on the dollar. That, that's, that's literally just over half. Like, that to me is astounding. And we recognize that uh, this is a, a really big deal from what I understand. Uh, over a 40 year career, according to the data, this means Latino women will lose out on more than $1.2
1: million. Is that accurate? That is correct.
0: My God. Uh,
1: and that's money that they're not going to be able to use to put food on their table, gas in their cars, pay for quality child care, elder care, or household essentials. And that's money they won't be able to contribute to their retirement funds. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a report recently that says that 65 uh, women ages 65 and older are um, in more poverty than white men of the same age. right? And this correlates to how much mm-hmm. money we have in the bank at the end of our worked career for retirement. And when you're losing out on over a million dollars a year, I mean, a million dollars over the course of your lifetime, that's money that you can't save up for retirement. And so those people are either those women are either working well past the time that they should have been retired um, or they're having to lean on their families, which is causing other kinds of economic uh, issues.
0: Sure. 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 You you know, one of the things I find really frustrating about this is that, again, we're sort of having this reframing of what affirmative action is. And now it is no longer race based affirmative action for non-white people in colleges. And I keep saying affirmative action, that's not it is it, it takes for an affirmative act to maintain this level of inequality. Like this doesn't just happen. Latinas didn't just wake up one day and be like, "Yeah, no, I'll take half." Like sure, I, you half is what no, you offer. I'll half. take half. They didn't like black women didn't wake up one day and be like, "Yeah, I'll take I'll take two thirds." Sure, I'll, yeah, that's fine. These require intentional affirmative acts to maintain this level of of economic stratification. And so, affirmative action to me is not the two or three black people or Latina mm-hmm. people who made it over the obstacles. Affirmative action is the fact that. So many white people, men and women included, benefit from a system that was triggered, literally structured for them to have access to benefits. That is affirmative action. Us, a few of us making it in spite of your best efforts. That to me is absolutely insane. And and I saw that another article uh, was talking about the fact that if these rates continue, if the trends as we see them now continue, it won't be until the year twenty. 20- I'm sorry, 2207, the year 2207, that Latinos would reach equal equity or pay equity with white men. What are we to make of the intentionality behind this policy?
1: We this can't outcome? afford for anyone to wait that long, right? Like mm-hmm. the work is happening now. Um, they need to be paid fairly now. Um, and I think we know that this is built on structural racism. It's baked into the web, the fabric of this this country, um, and it's structural racism, it's structural sexism. Um, And then on top of that, moms in particular are facing um, even larger wage gaps, uh, Mm -hmm. because in this country, caregivers face additional wage discrimination and barriers to employment. So Mm -hmm. Latina moms are just making 40 cents on the dollar to white dads. And so that has a huge impact wow. on not only that individual, but their family, the community, and the overall economy. Mm.
0: Mmm. Mm, mm. it, it I what I what troubles me a lot about this is that it takes these sorts of awareness moments for people to be to not just be aware cuz we all kind of inherently know it but we're not necessarily organized to do anything about it. Wh- how is Mom's Rising approaching this? One of the things I love about your organization is that y'all are an action-driven organization. We gonna talk about it, yes, but y'all gonna be about it as well and you're gonna be about it and talk about it in ways that are very inclusive. How is Mom's Rising approaching this issue because it feels like we're we're talking structural inequities that require structural solutions.
1: Yeah, of course. And we're going to hold Congress accountable to be about it as well. Um, So we have two pieces of um, legislation that are currently before Congress that would help close the wage gap, not only for Latinas, but all women, um, especially women of color and moms. Uh, The first is the Paycheck Fairness Act, and that would modernize and strengthen the Equal Pay Act of 1963. So we have a piece of legislation already that says that men should be, women should be paid equal to what men are paid for equal work. But what we really need is to Hold drill on, hold on, down.
0: hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. One mm-hmm. second, one second. I forgot about this act. The Paycheck mm-hmm. Fairness act, act modernizes and strengthens. What was the name of the act that it strengthens?
1: Sure. The Equal Pay Act of 1963.
0: Wait, so, so we, we in 1963, there was legislation like So what did the Equal Pay Act do? Because why are we still here with the Latinas just now? As of this day, Equal Pay Day means that they would have had to work up until today to make the same amount of money that their white male counterparts made at the at Gen- December 31st of last year. What gaps were left with the Equal Pay Act of
1: 1963? Sure, so the Equal Pay Act required that men and women in the same workplace be given equal pay for equal work, right? But it doesn't give us how to enforce that Um, For a long time, we were told we weren't allowed to talk about salary. Um, And so what the Paycheck Fairness Act does is it better combats pay discrimination uh, by protecting workers from retaliation for discussing their pay. So your employer can't come back to you and say, actually, you're going to get demoted because you were talking to so-and-so about how much you make. Mm. Um, And it also bans the use of prior salary history, which is used often to determine how much you're going to make in your next position. yeah, It also codifies pay collection data, which we need so that we can have this information, right? So that we can talk about what the numbers are in a broader sense. Mm.
0: So the idea, and I know people don't often realize this, but Our ability to have access to equal rights in this country as as women identified people is so new. Like I was born in a decade when women still had to get their husband's permission to like open up a bank account. Where like if your daddy or your husband, whoever owned you, like owned your labor, because in patriarchy it's all about Mm -hmm. ownership. So whoever whoever you were assigned to, either through a marital contract or a birth certificate, whoever whatever man you had been assigned to, if they did not approve your request for credit, you could not get a credit card. You could not cash a check you would have to get your husband like I was born and I'm a young sis I'm a young sis I got life okay I got life ahead of me but like <laughs> I was born in that decade so when you're talking about 1963 Equal Pay Act in the 70s people were still having to grapple with this sort of gender discrimination and here in 2023 20, 60 some odd years later here we are now dealing with the need to, to recognize entire day long uh, acknowledgement of this continuing inequity so you said the Paycheck Fairness Act would combat pay Discrimination and ban the use of prior salary as a baseline, and as an effort to strengthen the Equal Pay Act. So that is currently pending before Congress. Correct. Okay. So then, this audience could get on the phone right now. All your legislators. Hmm. Okay. So that's a power work assignment. Okay.
1: The second piece of legislation that I wanted to talk about was the Raise Raise the Wage Act of 2023. So we've been talking about federal minimum wage for a long time, right? Um. Currently, the federal minimum wage is $7.25. That's disgusting. And to put that's that what in. It
0: wasn't condo- was much more than that when I was a little kid. And I uh, just that's told you how
1: much I was paid for my very first job 15 years ago. So and mm. I worked in an ice cream shop. So mm. this hasn't changed. Wow. And while some municipalities and some states are changing their laws, the current federal minimum wage is $7.25. So the Raise the Wage Act of 2023. Would aim to raise the federal minimum minimum wage to seventeen dollars an hour over the course of four years. So by twenty twenty eight, they would do it in increments. Mm,
0: and this bill to 17 would eliminate an hour.
1: Yes, yeah, seventeen dollars an hour.
0: Okay, I have follow-up it, questions. Go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. And it would eliminate uh, sub minimum wage wages for tipped workers, so like restaurant workers, uh, workers with disabilities, and youth workers. And it would ensure that there would be equal pay for all of those folks covered by the Fair Labor Standards Act.
0: Mm. Now, do we know, does this act tie the minimum wage to inflation or do do they tie it to any other index so that we won't have to come back and pass another round of legislation in another couple of decades when it's stuck at $17 an hour? Or, Or is this going to be one of those, we did it, don't bother us again for a while?
1: Uh, unfortunately I, I don't have the, the full answer to that right now, but, but $17 an hour is still in the time that we are in now. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's still hard to raise a family on that. Right. So now.
0: So because um, I'm about to calculate these numbers, you could still be poor at $17 an hour. You I remember calculating it like when I was in when we were looking at the uh, fight for 15 and there was an effort to calculate. It was like, oh, $15 is going to be great. I was like, you're still poor. Like if you're working poor. $15 an hour, 40 hours a week you still going to need a side hustle. like You're going to need something else. You're still poor. You certainly can't cover housing and childcare. So, you know, so there's that. So these are our pieces of legislation that are pending right now. Raise the wage act, seven, would raise that to $17 an hour. Remove those sub-minimums, which are rooted in racism. Y'all, the, the fact that tipped workers don't get paid a minimum wage, mm-hmm. that is rooted in racism. We can talk about that another day, but just take my word for it. And the Paycheck Fairness Act. Where do we stand in terms of the bipartisan approach to these pieces of legislation do is this something that democrats and republicans are fighting for or are we seeing the democrats pushing for it and the republicans doing the matt gates thing
1: i i would say that these pieces both have the potential to be nonpartisan, right like they should be bipartisan they everyone should want um to pass these pieces of legislation for their constituents um some folks in congress are more on board than others Mm. Um, And that's why we need you to call your legislators, uh, write them letters, do visits. um, Mm. And all of that information, all of those steps are things that Moms Rising can help you do.
0: So can you talk us through, like if I'm calling my elected official for the first time, because we, we have these things on on this show that we, we call power alerts. And with our power alerts, we or power assignments, power work. And with our power work, we basically say, okay, this is the project we're working on right now. We we need voting rights. We're going to all call our elected officials. My first power work assignment for this audience, and y'all, if you haven't done this, you need to, because this is like a three-year-old assignment. You're late. Uh, was to put the names, contact information for every single one of their elected officials. I mean, from the PTA on, on up to your two state senators at, and at, your fe- at the federal level uh, and your, your state officials at the state level. So you're supposed to already have their contact information in your phone. I don't just mean phone numbers. I mean phone numbers. I mean address, not just for the district address, but for the, the state capital address. I mean social media and email. So once I call them, Or maybe I use the five calls app, Taylor, which is a lovely app that helps to simplify this and actually get somebody on the phone. What am I telling them? Like, what do I actually say? I realize we often say, call your elected officials. I don't know. And Mm -hmm. I may need to do this with Eljoy and them. But we need to have a, what do I actually say once I'm on the phone? If I'm calling about the Paycheck Fairness Act, what's a a type of conversation that I could have? What should I tell them I want them to do?
1: Sure. So first, start with your name. You're their constituent, right? Tell them that you are one of the people that they are supposed to represent. And then you share your personal experience, your story. Stories go such a long way with legislators, Mm. especially those who haven't lived the life that we have lived. If you're not Black, if you're not Latina, if you're not a woman, you don't understand how these wage gaps impact your everyday life, Mm. right? So they want to hear about how John on your job is getting paid more than you are. They need Mm -hmm. to hear about that so that, they have context and understanding for how this is going to impact their individual constituent, but also the community and the economy that they live in, because those dollars that aren't being put into their paycheck aren't being put back into their community and they aren't being put back into the economy. And the economy is such a big buzzword right now Yeah, um, yeah that, that perks ears. Mm.
0: So paycheck fairness hello representative uh, let, let's say I'm calling Chuck Schumer that's that's my state senator uh, hello Chuck Schumer um, I'm I live in the district uh, you're my my senator maybe I voted for you maybe I didn't that's not important because even if I didn't hello, vote man. for you even if I campaign and support of other people against you you still in that seat so you still represent me so I can still make expectations so yeah. hi Senator Schumer uh, my name is Lorie Daniel favors I live in your district and I need to let you know that this paycheck fairness act is really important right now did you know I'm at a job right now now where there are latinas who just today made enough money to meet what the white folks who were who who were working the white men who were working made last year did you know that in my job right now there is a man who sits next to me and the only difference between the two us, of us is, is is reproductive organs and they are literally doing the same work that i'm doing and they're getting paid xyz and i'm only getting paid one two three this is having this is crushing my family i he he just got a car Chuck Schumer, <laughs> I'm still on the bus. I can't even afford to buy a car. I want to take advantage of tax breaks. I ain't, I don't make enough to do that. He does, and we do the same job. I need you to sign the Paycheck Fairness Act, and I need you to work with your your the other folks, your your counterparts, to make sure that you're getting other people to sign on
1: to it, too. How would that go,
0: Taylor? Austin? That's it.
1: We can record this and just send it off to him now.
0: <laughs> I get a feeling Chuck Schumer's on the right side of this issue. <laughs> it's that simple you mean I can just say yo um, Mr. Mister Smith over here is making way more money than I do and I'm more qualified than he is and I don't know what to do about it I'm concerned about it so I can just literally call and tell the staffer that and, and they'll you take can. my name and number they're not going to call will. my boss and then and, and be they like they will not call your calling. boss she called me on work hours okay so it's just that simple <laughs> it's just that simple so if I'm talking about the raise the wage act uh, hey Senator Gillibrand because they both going to get these calls because I got two state senators oh yep. All of us have two state senators. Hey, Senator Gillibrand, I'm calling about the Raise the Wage Act. I have been making $7.25 since I was working at an ice cream shop 15 years ago. Um, I'm still making $7.25. But did you know that inflation has gone up? The cost of eggs has gone up. These eggs cost I might need a FAFSA account or a FAFSA application to fill out for a student loan just to be able to buy eggs. Do you know what? This is difficult for me. I need you to sign on to the Raise the Wage Act. I cannot afford to keep making $7.25 and raise this household. You you telling me it's just that simple?
1: It's just that simple, just like that. I don't that.
0: have to have a, a political science degree.
1: You do not. I,
0: it I is their the job
1: people. to represent the people in their district, the, in their mm. in their constituency, and that's you. Mm.
0: Okay, Taylor Austin. So. 866-801-8255, 866-801-TALK. Have you called your elected officials about any of these issues? These are real bread and butter issues, audience. This is, what, this is literally talking about whether you can afford both bread and butter, or you're just going to have dry bread because you couldn't afford the butter because prices. So if we're doing this and we're doing this effectively, what would happen after we call? What, what should we expect our elected officials office to respond with after we've called and shared this story?
1: Uh, you you might get a, a callback. You might get a letter. You may not. Uh, but what's important is that the staffer heard you, which means the person, the elected official heard you.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and that with enough calls, with enough push, with enough action, um, and we're hitting this from all sides. Moms Rising is working. Our members are working. Our partner organizations are working. With enough pressure, we can push for change. Mm
0: what what would you say if I'm like well I just made a call but I know my sister and them they ain't call nobody maybe I could text the contact information for our elected officials to my sister and them and my brother and them and maybe they could call too and then maybe we could get at the sister circle because you know we're going to brunch this weekend Taylor mm-hmm. maybe at the brunch I could raise this as an issue between mimosas because girl you're going to get them mimosas but maybe I could raise this as an issue between mimosas so that my friends and my and my social circle could do it too and then maybe when I go to YPWW or by Bible study at the good mm-hmm. church I could raise this to be discussed just before we get to the reading of the scriptures and the word I'm just saying cuz it feels to me like this is an issue that impacts every single one of us these are issues that impact every single one of us so I let me know where I'm where I'm going wrong Taylor Austin you would you the expert here so I'm just I'm You're not going wrong head. you
1: can drop you can drop this information anywhere on your Facebook groups cuz a lot of us moms are in Facebook groups a lot of us are um in social circles it doesn't matter you can take this information from bible study to brunch to the club you can take it wherever you want to go mm,
0: we need this to a fat beat maybe we could get sexy red to rap about this people seem to love what she got to say Come i'm sorry I
1: mean,
0: I, I mean if she wasn't a MAGA loving whatever let me let me not pull you into my let me not pull you into this taylor that's not what you came here for taylor like i did not want to get the the hot high... okay never mind let's let's not do that to you sis we appreciate save you the tea so for much. another day Save the tea for another day. I'm going to sip it, though. It's going to be hot. Uh, All right, so Paycheck Fairness Act, Raise the Wage Act. We are getting on our Five Calls app. We are contacting our elected officials. These things must pass because of Equal Pay Act got passed in 1963. Girl, we in danger. We in danger. Taylor, how can people follow you? How can they follow Moms Rising and get connected to the campaigns that you all are working on?
1: Sure. To join Moms Rising and Mama's Cumpo there, which is our uh, Latina Spanish arm um, in the fight for these legislative pieces and all our other campaigns across the country. You can find us at MomsRising.org or Moms Rising on all social media platforms.
0: We love it. Taylor Austin, thank you so much for being with us today and making it plain. We got work thank to you. do. Appreciate you.